This episode of the Fabulous Learning Nerds is sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, win time, activity periods, RTIs, counselor, and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash B to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash B-E. They are the fabulous learning nerds. Because if you're tired of the old ways of getting it done, you've got the fabulous learning nerds. Scott, Dan, and Zeta are making it fun. The best ideas that you've ever heard. So everybody spread the word. They're gonna keep you with turning the fabulous learning nerds. Fabulous learning nerds. Oh yeah! Hey everybody, welcome back to another fantastic episode of your fabulous learning nerds. I'm Scott Shooter, your host, and with me, the man in a chair. You love him, Dan Coonrod, everybody. Dan the man. Oh yeah. Dan. The man in the chair. Are you are technically Man. in a chair, right? That's true. You know? That's true. And you That's are the true. guy behind the scenes making stuff happen, right? Right. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I I know you, and I know that that's what's going on. I know you make things happen, right? Uh, uh, you're you, not wrong. No, and you you let your leaders know that something bad may happen, and that they should be prepared for it. I know you do that too. Wow. Sometimes. And that's what Sometimes. the man in the chair does. Like, hey. Around that corner is a big, giant monster, and you should be ready for it, right? I mean, sometimes. Speaking of big, giant monsters, (laughs) I nerded out yesterday and spent two hours with my big, favorite, giant monster. Yep, yep. Um, Man, that was fun. Um, yeah, yes, you're talking. I mean, like, I mean, I know you're talking about Godzilla, but just make sure we're all on the same page. Yeah, how was it? The new Godzilla movie, the Godzilla minus one is a lesson to Hollywood and how to write a good movie. <laughs> you are the second person I have heard say almost exactly that same verbiage. That's that's awesome. I'm gonna, uh, man, listen, I don't have a lot of time for movies, Scott. I don't, I can't have you telling me about great movies that now I gotta go see. You're, you're ruining my weekend. <laughs> no, no, just make time for it or not. Like I've seen every Godzilla movie ever. I've got a section of my man cave devoted to the big lizard thing. And um I love him. He's great. Most of the time they're just dumb fun at the movies. I grew up on that. I grew up r- sitting right in the front row watching Godzilla drop kick Megalon if you remember that movie. <laughs> that was great. I don't want to nerd out too much. But this is like a very adult version of what's going on with characters that you actually care about. My wife is not a huge Godzilla fan. She's watching this going, that was a good movie. (laughs) (laughs) That was a really good movie. Like, you know, you have the action set pieces and normally the way that they tell Godzilla stories, Godzilla shows up, the humans react, they try to fight back, that doesn't work out. They go and they kibitz and they figure it out and they have the big scene at the end. Well, the in-between parts of those movies are yawn fest. Normally, they're like, 
I don't know if I like that. This was like, no, no, I'm really invested in what's going on. It was very cool. Everybody should go do that. And like I said, it's just storytelling is important. The analogy here, folks, is important because, you know, how we tell stories is important. Um, And every piece of that story is important. And so at any rate, yeah. Yeah. That dude, I feel like that is like, was that a purposeful setup? That was the perfect setup for today's conversation. It kind of is. It kind of is. But That's we're, amazing. We're going to get into that. But the other Z person that I love so much is also here with us. You, you love her, but she's not a big giant lizard. Zeta's in the house, everybody. Z-girl. Scott, did you know that I am a giant lizard? You are. <laughs> Some yeah. days, some days, usually on Mondays, though. <laughs> Monday, Mondays. You know, every other day is a yay for me. It's kind of my thing. Hey, it's Friday. I don't do it on Ooh. Monday. It's Monday. It's just Monday. No I, I get that. I feel that. Yeah. Today, today's definitely like Friday. Definitely. Love it's it. Today. Yes, for sure. So how's your week been? It's been pretty good. It's been pretty good. Yeah. Pretty eventful. Uh, have not seen Godzilla yet. It is on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely want to go see it. Um, have heard so many raving reviews about it, but uh, just just awesome. It is. It is. Yeah. And and um, and yeah, like I'm I'm super excited to see how we're gonna tie this all together <laughs> with the with the topic of the week, folks. So I want Dan to to get into that. Keeping in mind that storytelling is important, and how we tell stories is great and can make a significant impact on you know the overall outcome of the experience. And so it's gonna bring us to our topic of the week. This week we're talking about storyboards, believe it or not. Why storyboards? Now, I will admit that a lot of times, well, most of the time, if not all the time, when I'm asked to create something, I go back to the well. I'll make an I'll make a uh, I'll make an outline for sure. I'm going to make an outline for sure. We're going to start at the end, like what's going to be new, better or different when we're done. And from there, I just build, baby. I take out a PowerPoint and I'm just throwing stuff against the wall. And then usually I hand it over to somebody else to make it pretty. And that's that. And then when it's done, deep or done, right? So we're done. Done is better than perfect. And and that's cool. Um, And then Dan, you introduced me to this idea of storyboarding it out, which is awesome. And so today we are going to talk about the value of that and um, why everybody should be doing it. And so go ahead and tell us, uh, tell us why we should be doing storyboards, sir. Man. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to start uh, where all good stories begin at the beginning. So when I became an instructional designer, I was definitely, um, you know, it wasn't my background. It wasn't where I started. And so, and the person who taught me was like, oh yeah, make sure you storyboard your stuff. And then that would be the end of it. Like, I'm like, well, what's a storyboard? And so I'd look it up and like, I'd see like these really ornate, really long, really in-depth things. And I'd be like, nobody's got time for that. And so I would just be, like, Scott, you talked about like, oh, I'm gonna build an outline. I'm gonna do it. Like I was even worse. I was like, all right, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna build the deck. And I'm gonna go back to the beginning. And I'm going to go over it again. And I'm going to go do that over and over and over again until it was good. It, basically, I accidentally did Sam. 
uh, over and over and over. Uh, and that was like my development process. Like I would look at people and be like, oh, yeah, I'm on my fifth pass of this deck. And they'd be like, what's wrong with it? And I'd be like, nothing. I just I got to got to polish it. Got to get it right. Another four or five passes. Good to go. Uh, and people would look at me like I was crazy. Uh, and it wasn't for the longest time until somebody was like, why don't you just storyboard? And I'd be like, "Ugh, no, that's a lot of extra work. <laughs> why would I storyboard? Well, I've got so much other work to do. I don't have time for that. I'm going through four or five passes of this deck. I don't have time to add storyboarding on top of that. Uh, and then what happened is I had a place, an experience. I was in a spot in my career where somebody's like, hey, I really need to see this before it's done. Like, I need I need a sign-off stage. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, crap, how do I storyboard? And then I basically was like, all right, cool, I'm, I'm going to storyboard. I've, I've got to build a storyboard because I've got to send it to this person. And I storyboarded it. I sent it over. They looked at it. They made their edits. They sent it back. I was like, okay, great, I can do that. And then I built the deck. And then I polished it one time, and then it was done. And I'm going to drop a, a rare curse word because I was like, shit, that's awesome. Why didn't I do this sooner? And yeah, that, that's how I got into storyboarding. I think that's how a lot of people also get into storyboarding. They basically stumble into storyboarding. Yeah. <laughs> um, storyboarding is amazing though. Like if you think about it on a, on a very kind of like basic level, it's like a comic book, right? You've got all the basic elements. You've got your visual, you've got your text, you've got the flow, you've got sometimes narration, right? It gives you everything that you need and it doesn't have to be complex, does it? It can be simple. It could be, hey, this is the position of where your content is. This is the images that you're using. This is the text that you're going to include. It doesn't have to be too complex unless it becomes something complex like that you need to actually give to your stakeholders and they can check it off, right? I have worked plenty of places. That sounds wrong when you say it like <laughs> that. I've worked with plenty of groups uh, where... People are underneath the impression that they don't have time for storyboarding. And I've been in that, I've been in that group. I've worked uh, for a company whose pace of development uh, is jaw-dropping. Uh, the amount of content that was uh, that was getting put out in a week uh, is like insane. And so people would ask us for storyboards, and I would look at them and be like, no, uh, not unless you want to add a week to that deadline. And but what I didn't know at the time and like, cause I felt the crunch and it's tough to think when you're in the middle of like a big crunch is that that storyboard is an amazing tool to build a quick ish first draft, get your words down on the page and then hand off to somebody and say, Hey, here's the storyboard. I want you to approve this document. And then, then they approve it. And then you've got your, uh, You've got your CYA material. You've got you've got your shield. Like, hey, you approved this, and now you're wanting these edits. I just need you to explain to me wh what change happened between there and now. You're right. Like, we 
I don't have time to do a storyboard. Like you, you uh-huh. don't have time not to do a storyboard is what I'm hearing you say. Like same thing happened yes. with video long time ago in previous life. I did video production. We never did a storyboard. Never, ever. And we were turning videos. Oh my God. In a week. But that was back in the day, get in the studio, film your talent, you know, make sure it's all good and then spend two days, three days, whatever in, in an editing suite with a guy or a gal that knew what they were doing. They built it all together. And then I can't tell you how many times we get done and people are like, ah, I don't need this anymore or everything's changed. So all that effort would go away. So I really love that. I'm going to back up for one second. Like I'm talking to the audience, right? Like, great. How do I build the storyboard? I mean, what tools do you use to build a storyboard? What should it look like, right? Am I using a PowerPoint? And then I'm just going to go ahead and print out a a three-slide deal. Like, what? how do I build that out? Help help me out. Where do I go? Where do I start? How do I get started doing this? I'll I'll tell you what I use. And then, I don't know, Zeta, if you want to chime in on how you do it. Uh, So I have, I have uh, my... My journey to storyboarding began exactly what you just said. Like, all right, cool. Let me open up the slide deck. All right. I need to talk about this. Make a slide. I need to talk about this. Make a slide. I need to talk about this. Make a slide. Oh, I need to cover these things too. Make a slide. Make a slide. Make a slide. Make a slide. And when I'd be done, I'd have like 20, 25, mostly blank slides with a title at the top. And I'm like, all right, cool. What do I got to, what, what has to happen on this slide? All right. Well, this has to happen. All right, well, here's some text. And okay, and then this has to happen. And then this has to happen. And then by the end of that second pass, I'd have like a whole bunch of text. And then I'd be like, all right, what do I want to see on this slide? Uh, I need an image of two people shaking hands. Okay, image, two people shaking hands. Great, on the slide, on the slide, on the slide, on the slide. And what was happening is a storyboard. I was building a storyboard. And then I would call that, my first or second pass, you know, like, oh, I'm building this deck and I'm on my first or second pass. But what I had actually built, but because I didn't know any better, was a storyboard. You can build in PowerPoint. You can do it exactly like that. Topic, 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 text, 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 image, 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 image. Just like those are the things I need. Great. And then you can hand that to somebody and they can look at it and be like, oh, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. But I'm going to say you can get down even a step sooner you can open up a google sheet open up a google doc a word doc whatever you want and just at the top presentation title underneath that purpose this is what this deck is supposed to do it doesn't need to be your full objective statement just like what am i what is this doing right and then you go into your slides okay slide one what is slide one slide one is introductions great I'm not going to put any text there. I'm just going to say, what is the purpose of this slide? To introduce everybody. Great. Done. I'm not going to put any text in there. I'm not going to put any images in there. I'm just saying, this is what this is. And I'm going to go through and I'm going to do title, purpose, title, purpose, title, purpose. Instead of taking a few hours to build like title, text, image, I'm going to take 30-ish minutes Title, purpose, title, purpose, title, purpose, title, purpose. Do all of my purposes I put in those slides meet the goal, the goal, the purpose at the top of the whole presentation? And I'm going to go through and be like, well, I like this. Daniel wants to talk about this. I think this is cool, but it doesn't meet the purpose. Cut, toss. Mm -hmm. Ooh, you know what? I don't talk. uh, I've got this 
and this is my purpose, but I don't have a slide that really like brings it home. Oh, well, I better add a slide. Title, purpose, great. Then from there, and I've got purpose, I can start putting in quick blurbs. And I'm going to tell you guys, those quick blurbs, for me, often turn into the words on the slide. I can get to the facilitator notes and everything later, but I'm going to quick blurb. That purpose turns into a quick blurb. Couple words, boom. Couple words, boom. Couple words, boom. And at that point, I may hand that to a stakeholder. Like, hey, are we heading in the right direction? Do you like what we're talking about? Do you like what's going on? If I'm feeling extra frisky, I may say this is the image on the slide. And then I may say, okay, cool. Here's the facilitator notes. Here's the things I want the facilitator to say. So for those of you guys out there who are building outlines or you're just doing what I used to do and just like, I just build a draft until it's done. That first pass, that pass after the outline or that first pass when you're building the deck, you're building a storyboard already. You can take that storyboard, hand it to your stakeholder and say, hey, do you like the direction I'm heading? Can you take a quick look? Is my tone right? Is the verbiage right? Are these the things that you want to see and that you feel are going to help us change this behavior, move this goal? All right, let me, let me back up. So I'm going to take a blank deck, right? Let's just start with PowerPoint, right? I'm going to take a blank deck and then in my title, you get the blank, you know, title of slide and where's my text? So the title is going to be Slide one, introduction, purpose, introduce the value of the class, right? That's the purpose. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And then you can come up with some kind of guess at no guess at what the value of the class I'm, is. I'm going to tell you like right now, just as this first pass, as mm-hmm. you build this first storyboard, like, no, don't get, don't get slowed. Don't, don't slow yourself down and like start trying to get into the weeds on that first slide. Like, I'm not saying that you just like that you won't come back to that. You will, but get your ideas down, mm-hmm. get from, get from zero to something as fast as possible. Because when we can see a whole picture, we can start critiquing it. If you can only see the top corner of the Mona Lisa, you're not sure what's going on. It's not until you zoom out and see everything and you're like, Oh, okay. That's the Mona Lisa. Okay. I know what this is. Weird crooked smile. We're off to the races. Great. So we're going to, I'm going to back up. We're, we're going to build our foundation just like a house. We're going to go ahead and we're going to say, here's the title, here's the purpose all the way down, right? Mm-hmm. And then when we feel yep. like we've got a pretty good foundation around the story, then we'll go back up and we'll add in kind of what we think. So one example might be this slide's purpose is to introduce the top three features of a product, right? Features or benefits Perfect. of a product. You would take a stab at what you think those three are, and then yep. you can run that by your SME, right? Yep. Who's going to want to have 10, by the way, because that's yeah, how they yeah. roll, which is fine. It's true. Mm-hmm. What's important to a subject matter expert, everybody? Everything. Everything. Everything is important to a subject matter oh, expert. Oh, yeah. So let's uh, let's remember that. That's They're doing their job when they want you know 10 or 11. Our job is to whittle it down I into what's say. necessary and provide scaffolding on the back end. Like, hey, if you want, you want to read more... You want to dive into this nitty gritty thing that this thing does or expectation or behavior, then here you go. Go to town. All right, great. So when do I share my storyboard with my uh, requester subject matter expert at the end of the foundational piece or at the end of the here's kind of where I'm thinking piece? 
or is it a step-by-step thing? I mean, so I will say, I mean, like, here's the answer nobody likes. It depends. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I do. Um, often when I've got my title purpose, right, title purpose, and just because I, I, I tend to like start to build things in my head, I'll do title purpose image because that'll help me with my tone when I start to put like the tone of the text down. And then I'm going to, I told you about the blurb. So if I'm like, hey, the title of this is to introduce the, the three, you know, features of this product. I'm going to jot down what I think the three features are. I'm going to like feature one, feature two, feature three, right? And that's, that's what, then we'll go to the next slide. I'm on the next slide. I'm on the next slide. I'm on the next slide. And then I'm going to hand that to my stakeholder. And I'm going to tell you why I hand it to my stakeholder then. In my experience, stakeholders are busy. The reason why they're asking you to build something is because they don't have the time or the capability to do it themselves. And so when you hand them a whole bunch, a full top to bottom storyboard with the facilitator notes, the suggested image, the words on the slide, the flow, the animations, the in-betweens, the full deal, they check out and they don't read it. It's too much and they don't have time. It's cognitive overload. I, yep. So what I, what I hand to a stakeholder, what I hand to my SME is title, purpose, blurb. Title, purpose, blurb, title, purpose, blurb, title, title, purpose, blurb. Because most everybody should have time to read that. My SME, to your example, is going to look at me and be like, hey, we don't cover A, B, and C in this deck. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's good to know. Let me go back and take a look and think if, like, if that's really going to have value for the learner. My stakeholder is going to say, hey, this is really good, but do we really think this is going to fit in the 15 minutes that I've got to train this? Oh, okay, yeah, 15 minutes. That's good to know. Well, what would you cut? Uh, well, I don't think we need to know this. Okay, great. Well, now I can cut this whole section out. And I've had a conversation. I've got a direction. And then if I really want, if I'm worried that like there's going to be a lot of shift or I'm worried there's a lot of product or, or, or movement or whatever, I will then do the next step of, okay, words on the slide, suggested image, facilitator notes, Title, purpose, words on the slide, suggested image, facilitator notes, title, purpose, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll hand that back to my stakeholder and say, okay, this is everything. Please take a time. Please take time. Please review. And then I set a deadline. Please make sure you have this reviewed by the end of Friday at 2.30 or because Monday and Friday deadlines are the worst. Thursday, Tuesday, some deadline where I can say, okay, great. And then I've got approval, I've got rejection, I've got what I need, I can move on to the next step. If I've worked with the stakeholder before and I really know what's going on or I work inside of that business and I know how things work, I might just go, okay, cool, we all saw it, we all know what's going on, I'm off to the races, I'm building. Let me ask you a question. This is great stuff. <clears throat> I'm going right. ask, no, it's great <laughs> stuff. So I'm going to ask a question, asking for you know, a friend of mine, right? Maybe, right? Um, asking for a friend? What, okay. Yeah, asking for a friend, right? Like, <laughs> what happens when you don't storyboard and you just go and build, right? You just start building. When you're a doozer, do you know what doozers are, right? No. Oh, no, Fraggle Rock. You never watched Fraggle Rock? Fraggle Rock. Oh, my the doozers goodness. doozers were those little Rock. creatures that just built. They lived to build. That was their thing. And yeah. then, yeah. So yeah. if you're just going to go build, I mean, what happens when you don't? 
Well, I can I can jump in on this because I've actually done Do this. I'll I, talk forever. I've made this mistake, and I'm I'm okay to share this. Um, I've done a lot of front end like work, but then not enough. And so when I actually did all of the work, did all the processes, got got all the images in, got everything done, and then sent it, it was not what they wanted. And all that time invested, all that time, care, attention out the window. Just like when you were doing your videos, right? If you don't have a good solid plan on the front end, you end up doing all this work, all this time, effort wasted. So, I mean, like if you don't have a good solid structure, if you don't have that foundation, if you don't have your, your, the structure of the building that you're planning and you're thinking about taking out wallpaper, like figuring out the wallpaper of the house before you even have the, 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 the idea of what the, the house should look like, you're wasting time and you're not getting what's done that's needing to be done. I 100% agree. And listen, let's say you don't storyboard. Here's what happens. Not a lot. You build, you cycle through, you get a good experience out. Storyboarding helps you save time. It doesn't seem like it, but by putting that time first, it helps you to better organize and structure. I know a storyboard is going to take me a certain amount of time. I'm going to put a lot of time and effort into that storyboard up front, right? But once it's approved and once everybody's seen it and I've got thumbs up from across the board, that's it. I then can just go copy, paste, build, copy, paste, build. I've got the words. I've got the facilitator notes. If it's I'm storyboarding for a computer based thing, I've got my flow. I've got my words. I've got my structure. I know my transitions. I know what's going on. I don't have to sit and solve in the middle of, of the weeds. I don't have to sit down in the middle of the nitty gritty and be like, all right, cool. I've written myself into a corner. Where do I go from here? No, I already solved that. I solved that last week when I built this storyboard and everybody looked at it and everybody said it's great. And so when I get done with it and I take it back to the stakeholder, there's no surprises. The stakeholder goes, oh yeah, we talked about this. This is great. And if they don't like something, chances are it's gonna be small. Hey, I don't like this transition between slide seven and slide eight. Hey, I don't like the fact that we go from here to here. Okay, cool. Well, I can change change my triggers and I can get us over to here. Like I can, the changes are going to be smaller and I'm going to have a better understanding. When an artist paints a picture, you hear about it all the time. They start with a sketch. Because if you just pick a corner and you start trying to paint a masterpiece, you'll get lost. It's the same thing for building content. Whether you're building learning content or you're building video content or you're building marketing content or whatever. If you just start in a corner and start building, you'll get lost. With enough time, years, and experience, you can wing it. You can start in that corner and you can like, I got it. I, I'll tell you right now, like with the time and experience I've got, there are days and times for small enough projects where I just go, meh, and I just build it because I, I've done it enough to, to unfortunately survive my own bad habits. <laughs> but when you're not seasoned, you need to have those iterations on the front end. So that way, you know, you, you spend your time effectively. 
I, I would argue, and I would challenge people, that even if you are seasoned, that this is the process that you go through because it saves so much yes. time. So my experience and the reason why I ask this like every time, I mean, without fail, oh, here's what we want. Great. And the process begins and you build the skyscraper. You build the Taj Mahal. You just build this thing and it's beautiful. It's got all the all the bells and whistles. It's great. And then you hand it over. You're right. You hand it over to your stakeholder, your subject matter expert, because so much is in there. They take forever to review it. And then fortunately or unfortunately, because there's so much in there already, they add more, which is bad. Less is more folks. I'm telling you straight up, like less is more like people think that your audience is coming to a learning with this big giant bucket just ready to be filled with knowledge but they don't they come with a a thimble or a coffee cup like here's what i've got today give me what i need and honestly just give me something i can execute and that, that i need make it nice and small and easy for me and that's not a 30 page deck folks it's not but that's what we're building we're building these beautiful 30 page decks well, maybe they're not even beautiful, but they're huge and they get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And bigger just like you're building Godzilla, folks. That's what you're doing. Don't. He's going to come into your training. He's going to whip his tail. It's just going to be absolutely terrible. Don't do that. Destroy everything. I know. We kind of stored it all. We kind of bookended it all together. That was, that was amazing how that happened. That's awesome. Any other final thoughts to begin to wrap things up? This is great, by the way. Um, storyboarding is important. Zeta, uh, when, it, when it comes to storyboarding, you can use almost any kind of tool, but you can basically, if you're going to try to do any prototyping, try to do it in the authoring tool that you're using. Hit those major points. Like, what do you want to include? What's the most important points that you need to share? That would be That would be my suggestion. Just start building. Like, honest to goodness, just start building. Just start making stuff and start thinking about at what point would you share what you're working on with a stakeholder? There's this weird spot between started and complete where you don't want to share what you're working on with anybody because it's it's in a ramshackle state. It's got like a bunch of like, broken images and it doesn't go anywhere and links are broken. You don't want to share that. The best place to have shared that and gotten feedback from your peers, stakeholders, and SMEs was when it was super rough and it was just ideas on a page. And that that's the goal. The goal is to get feedback and to get and, and get a direction and see the big picture. I laid out how I do it. That's the secret is you can do it. You can build your storyboard whatever way works best for you. Good stuff, everybody. Storyboards, get on it. Build them. Title, purpose, blurb. I love it. Mm -hmm. Three steps, easy to remember. Title, purpose, blurb. Danielson. Yes, Scott. Do me a favor. Could you let everybody know how they can get a hold of us, please? Absolutely. All right, party people, if you haven't already, email us at nerds at thelearningnerds.com. Join in on the discussion. If you're storyboarding, tell us about your storyboard. If you haven't storyboarded already, just send us a quick blurb about it. You know, maybe like the title of how you're going to storyboard, maybe the purpose of how you're going to storyboard, and then maybe like another quick blurb about it. Just an idea. <laughs> uh, if you 
are on Facebook, you can find us at Learning Nerds. For all of our Instagram peeps, Fab Learning Nerds. And lastly, for more information about us, what we do, and any updates, www.thelearningnerds.com. Scott, back at you. Thanks, Dan. Hey, everybody, could you do me a favor? Could you go ahead and hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, share this monster of an episode out with your friends. Really good stuff in there. So, hey, also do me a favor. Could you go ahead and leave a review, right? So either Spotify, iTunes, we got some great reviews so far. Leave those for us. Let us know we're doing a good job. Let us know we're doing a terrible job. Doesn't matter. Either way, we want to hear from you. We want to get better. That's awesome. With that, I'm Scott. I'm Dan. I'm Zeta. And we're your fabulous learning nerds, and we are out. Thanks for listening to the Fabulous Learning Nerds. You know, there are a lot of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention. Meet with teachers makeup work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment of offerings. If you're, if you're thinking of giving it a try, if you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE.